Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks who can find the method of madness. Reason in the unreasonable makes sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening? Wow. <laughs> it's always a shock to hear that. <laughs> yeah, you sound like a, you sound like the monster truck uh, advertising. Like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We're going to tell you all about... The- like Jesus Christ! Oh, probably another anti-Semitic conspiracy. <laughs> Wait, monster trucks? Oh, did you I'm not sorry. have oh, those oh, commercials you show, when you were? Show, excuse me. Did you not have those commercials when you were growing Come up? Come on, get, yeah, get, get in the okay, context. Here. Well, you're you're from Josh. like another era. I don't I don't know with TV what what you got to see that we didn't. We're, we're our age difference isn't that much. Uh, I, no, you know what? With I, cartoons and shit, it is like with. Because like a lot of these shows only ran like three years, so there'll be somebody that's like thirty one and saw completely different shows as me, except for like one or two staples that somehow lasted like twelve years, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something. But like, or like every, other Dexter's that, Laboratory like or something. Cartoons. So, <clears throat> okay, okay, Josh, I haven't told you, but I told Aaron earlier this week. So I I bought a house. And the previous owners of the house had installed a water filter and there was like this little extra spout like at my kitchen sink that that pumps out like filtered water. Well, I looked under there and I realized that the the filter itself, it, it has like a fucking like miniature propane tank and like three filters on it. And it's like this huge elaborate like water filtration system. And I looked it up. Apparently it's a the people before me that lived in this house. They had a reverse osmosis water filter, and it's the only water filter on the market oh, wow. that filters fluoride out of your water. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> rest in peace. Rest in peace, Bob. Did they teeth. like, uh, yeah, did they not care about their kids' teeth or something? <laughs> well, well, that's, I mean, hopefully. Wait, did, you, did conspiracy wait, theorists live the, in your house before you the, did, Bob? There are no, like, there are no negative effects of fluoride being out of your drinking water (laughs) i got i have an actual interesting tidbit here did you guys know that fluoride is the only thing that's added to your water to treat you and not treat your water wait are you saying that there's no other legitimate purpose for fluoride being pumped into your water it's not cleaning the pipes out or anything like that yeah well the claim is that it's to treat you it's for your okay. health benefit. So what what am I missing out as a non-fluoride consumer from the benefits know, of fluoride? <laughs> so I, I'm from a very respectable uh, 96.4% fluoridated water state, uh, Virginia. <laughs> um, and I, I'd like to tell you about the uh, significantly decreased level of tooth decay since introducing fluoride into population's waters. Oh, oh man. It is Are you uh, serious? It, this is considered by the CDC to be one of the 10 greatest public health achievements of the 20th century, introducing widespread fluorination in water or fluoridation. What was number one? Injecting black guys on purpose with syphilis and then just letting them live with it for the rest of their life? Because that was another yeah, CDC uh, well, it accomplishment. Says, it says vaccines, but, uh, you know. <laughs> well, that's boring. That's completely boring. <laughs> I mean, no, control of infectious diseases. That must have been the, the one they were talking about. The, yeah, that was that, probably that, the Tuskegee experiments when they were just injecting black dudes with syphilis and refusing <laughs> to treat it and just pretending they were. Yeah, oh, that, God. So I was reading about up on okay that the whole time. It, we can get into that with the education episode. That's that's the 
adjacent. Um, but the, the family planning one is also another, um, <clears throat> I'm sure, very uh, racially insensitive um, public health achievement of the 20th century. Oh, I love I love when they call it like planned parenthood and it's like they don't it's they're not planning for anything and they're anti parenthood. <laughs> they in fact stop parenthood. They're yeah, stopping you the, from planning for parenthood. Like it they, should be parenthood prevention. It's the same initials, like come on. <laughs> exactly. But we're gonna get into that in this episode. Uh we're propagandized too on every level. What I actually love about doing this show with you guys is that it forces me to look up things that, like, kind of I knew probably something's fucky with, but I didn't have the motivation or the natural curiosity to look into it. And holy fuck, fluoride is insane. The fact that anyone actually puts that in water and goes like, yeah, no, it's great for you, and calls themselves, like, a scientist should be strung up and hanged <laughs> like they are literally they're either too stupid to be your doctor or they're evil it's one or the other it's fluoride is fucking insane how this started and how we started fluoridating our water okay yeah where, where does it start Do you want to go back uh, to the the history of um learning about fluoride compounds and introducing them into water supplies I'll let you get. I'll let you sprinkle in the the, the overly sciencey stuff that bored the shit out of me because I'm sure that you like osmosis that into your computer brain. But well, 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 hold on. As an outside perspective here, as someone who is just genuinely curious about what fluoride does to people, where did this all start? How did this all begin? When whose idea was it to be like, hey, if we start pumping the water supply full of fluoride? We can so what happened this. Is, yeah, what happened was um, we had Alcoa, the Aluminum Company of America. They um, hired Edward Bernays. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm asking about fluoride in the water, and you're referring to an aluminum company? Oh, yeah. Well, Bob, yeah, how, how are that's aluminum and fluoride related? This, this sounds... Uh, Aaron, I, I understand you may not have as uh, you know extensive of chemistry education as Bob and myself, but aluminum and fluoride aren't the same uh, element. No, oh, yeah. N- let me point Thanks, out, right? I have zero understanding of chemistry. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I was never good at very rusty at that, but yeah. that's, you know. Yeah. Well, just so you know, what would happen is um, there was a highly toxic byproduct of creating aluminum called fluoride salts. And uh, they got basically in the 40s, they were starting to be forced to have to dispose of their toxic waste. And that was super duper expensive because everyone's getting pissed off that they were just kind of dumping their waste wherever they could. And it was killing like poisoning water supplies and killing off like wildlife around them. And people were starting to get pissed off about it. So they were forced to dispose of it. So. They hired Edward Bernays, who uh, is best known as the, Amer- the the father of American propaganda. So that's always a hero. good start. <laughs> yeah. Personal <laughs> to hero. To some right people. There. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vigorous hand rubbing commences. Um, so, yeah, they hired him to figure out what to, what to do uh, or how to sell these byproducts to different industries. Um, and what they came up with was they could use the fluoride salts. And if they, 
basically microdosed the entire water supply and sold it as a good thing, they could turn their huge expense of disposing of their waste as a profit for health reasons. So Wait, when, he, when, when was this? Uh, what years did, was this? Did you say in the mid forties, the mid nineteen forties? Okay, so I'm I'm just just uh, post World War II. Well, I'm cross-referencing, too, because um, some of the stuff I was reading and what the CDC cites is actually from uh, studies done in the 30s and analysis done in the early 40s. So I have a 1941 report up in front of me. Um, so it, it looks like there was actually a lot of um, you know, promotion of fluoride and, and studies done, done for fluoride in drinking water before that. So uh, Bernays wasn't he wasn't even but it didn't catch on. On. He was just capitalizing on it. It, it, hadn't it didn't catch on. Really. And they hi- yeah, this widespread. is when Alcoa, he's the one that got it to catch on, basically. Yeah, and actually sold it. That 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 makes sense. Can I make an observation here? It sounds like they snuck this whole fluoride thing through while all like the the good men were off fighting World War II, and there was nothing left but like women and softies. <laughs> yeah, the they love it. They... <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Um, so he ended up getting it sold as a public health benefit. Um, so you start, they started lobbying like different local governments. Uh, I think they got it in like Minneapolis pretty quick, uh, or Minnesota, uh, Minnesota somewhere. I don't know. I think it was Minneapolis was like one of the first places. And so what they started doing was, uh, censoring any dentists that were against it, making them look like a cartoonish villain that just wanted people's teeth to be rotten so they could make money. Um, they would... <laughs> lobby and just pay off government officials to add it to their water supply and say it was it was great you know and then you could market it as a good thing and um that is the literal start of fluoride in your water it's just so that mining companies could sell their waste byproducts at a profit instead of disposing them at a loss well good thing it ended up actually being good for our teeth and uh, possibly saving the the lives of millions of young americans uh, from families too poor to afford proper dental care right totally because in these countries japan china austria belgium sweden hungary finland germany the netherlands denmark and norway all have rotten teeth because they've all banned it for being toxic and non-effective so <laughs> wait wait are, are you serious is that like today's standards yes what I, I feel what, I feel sorry for um, other countries that don't have the their terrible teeth running water the piping infrastructure sorry go on they hate the working class it sounds like over there in all those countries that they they want them to the working class and the people breaking their backs in labor jobs yeah that's why they haven't updated the poly girl money. with the beer mugs because they you know her yeah. teeth have just rotted out of her head now so they have to use that old advert still. How how many of those so, countries have universal health care and can afford regular dental care that the U.S. may not may be failing its citizens by not doing? I, I don't know about universal health care. <laughs> universal health care is for for fucking commies. Oh, our health care is broken. Let's get the government to fix it because they fix everything else so fucking great. Uh, obviously, like, the the NHS, the Patriot Act, the UK, fixed terrorism. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the NHS in the UK is the uh, the the prime or the uh, shining example of universal healthcare, and it, 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 the successes of universal healthcare has shown us what um, successful uh, dental care in a population can look like. 
Dude, when there's a fluoride <laughs> spill, when they have to dispose of it in like hazmat suits, like it will eat through the pavement. This shit's bad. And then they're like, "Yeah, but put it in the water; it's fine." Yeah. So flu- fluoride, um, for the a background fluoride is a very toxic uh, ion. Uh, like fluoride compounds are are very toxic. So it's uh, it's not just us, you know, saying, "Oh, this population study, there were some generally detrimental effects." No, it's it's, a, it's just base a very toxic thing to begin with. So, um, yeah. So a, wait, you said it's an ion. Well, I mean, no, sorry, you fl- mean it's ionized. Is the, yeah, that's that's what I mean. Because fluorine okay. is, you know, the the what you see on the periodic table. That's the chemical the name. Yeah. So fluoride is oh, the, it's the actually ionized a, version. Of oh, it's a legitimately just okay. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. So fluoride is just like it, when it's in a compound. Mm, okay. That's why I see these fluoride salts, and you're not pouring like you know fluorine gas F two into water supplies because that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and see why they had to had to start with. Put funding all these studies in the 30s in order to start making their sales pitch is because uh, we use fluoride very often uh, before we start putting it in our water. We used it as rat poison and coyote poison. Um, and then they had to convince the American public that that was then what you threw into our water to save your teeth. So so what what form is the fluoride in? Because so, uh, for for this episode, so, wait, oh, hold on, hold yeah, on, yeah, hold on. Back in the day, <laughs> when they were selling cocaine as like just over the counter kind of stuff, as like a treatment to whatever they treated back in like fucking the old west and shit like that, they were also selling fluoride as a poison to deal yeah. with coyotes and rats that were infesting someone's like farm or yes. homestead. Holy shit! That's what they do with their. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. It, it, it reminds that... me. It it reminds me of those old um, advertisements where, like the the home remedies that they had back in like the old west, like back before like the nineteen hundreds, where they were like selling radioactive material as like makeup and eyeliner and, and like all this <laughs> other like facial and like <laughs> healthcare. What was the one For that was glowing complexion? Flippers? Yeah. <laughs> But thalidomide or something was the the shit that was giving kids flippers, birth like horrifying birth defects where they had like flipper arms. Oh uh, what? Oh, what? I have no idea. Thalidomide. I'm not sure I'm familiar I, with this. Uh, I bet if I just Google flipper arm drug, Aaron's Aaron screen lights drug. up just in time so we can see the the conniving smile on his face. Thalidomide. <laughs> thalidomide. Yeah, thalidomide. just look up thalidomide and look at the images of that. Uh, I don't want to look at the images. Uh, no. Limited babies. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's insane. What science has done to everybody is fucking crazy. Post that um, in show clips, by the way. I want to oh, see I'm that. I'm popping it in there right now and get ready to throw up because uh, it's horrifying. This is what science does to people. Whatever you do while oh, you're looking up, I, okay, I know what you're talking. Yeah, we're what like, the fuck? People don't don't grow limbs. Yeah, it's my fa- my favorite one of my favorite uh, Anthony Cumia voices on that. Is he was doing like the old timey fifties doctor, and he's like, the- "Have some thalidomide. It's good for your babies." <laughs> Grandma never saved so much money on yawn. Think about what a sp- <laughs> what a great swimmer she'll be with those flippers. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, no, I Holy actually knew shit. a kid with this um, condition who swam uh, back in high school. Um, Wait, come on. And Did you I, have I a f- was, fever dream well, about like a comic book or something? What are you talking about? 
<laughs> no, 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 no. This, this was a real thing. Um, you knew but, a flipper boy no, that I'm, was a swimmer? Come on. Yes. Josh, are you serious? Oh, my God. Yes, I am. Um, I don't the, believe uh, he, it. I'm no, very he, skeptical he, um, these he tried days, for, but like, I don't some, believe uh, this. He tried out for some Special Olympic <laughs> stuff at, at some point, um, too. But uh, I, oh, I wonder guy. if it's all related to, or, like, what... If it's all related to the, this chemical, or um, if his mother had you know consumed some some of that while pregnant, or however that works. Wow, <laughs> God, yeah, no, this is what science like always does. They're like, yeah, no, it's fine until they until it's not until they figure it out. So, so, so the uh, the fluoride that was used in uh, rat and coyote poison stuff. Um, what form of fluoride was that? Because so so. With the fluoridation of water, fluoride salts. Fluoride salts. So effectively, what they exactly what they put in the water? Yeah, it would be like yeah, it was like literally like a you buy it in a box like baking soda or something, and you pour it out. Like you know, you ever get like the you ever see like the rat poison boxes with like the pellets? Yeah, in them? yeah. It was like sold <laughs> like that. It was like in that form. Oh my god! You know, I was, I was wondering because there. <laughs> so I'm talking about about tonight about like the two main floor forms of fluoride for the dental care where there's the kind that's in the toothpaste and you know but the dentist and whatnot that's a separate compound from the fluoride salts they put in the water but if it's just fluoride salts like they put in the water oh great good to know <laughs> yeah they they just dump enough to not immediately kill you so that they don't get sued for it and they can make money off it it's that simple it's that evil so what do you know what um you know, when when it killed rats and coyotes, what they died of was it just general toxicity? Um, they're like effectively just straight up poison. No, what happened is that their teeth got so white that they stopped <laughs> wanting to eat anymore because they didn't want to dirty them anymore, and they'd starve to death. That's actually how they'd get the coyotes and the rats killed <laughs> with their own ego. <laughs> <laughs> Those rats, known for their egos. Um. Okay. Great. Good. Uh, okay. So just. Straight up poison. So I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was looking. Yeah, I don't know what like the medical terminology well, for a rat having a fucking uh, cardiac arrest because of ingesting too much poison, but I I assume it's just was not you know it wasn't great. Probably some foam out the mouth and yeah, rolling around in agony and then dying. Like I'm sure it was not wonderful. Well, I mean, I was just with regards to fluoride in the water supply, the and humans uh ingesting to ex- excess of fluoride the main concern is uh fluorosis it's fluorosis right whatever fluorosis no, and fluorosis is fucking insane looking yeah that yeah so there's so like gross when you look it up oh yeah so it, it fucks up your the, the there's the dental fluorosis that um uh fucks up your teeth and like tooth health makes them overly brittle and has like an outer coating of uh like pasty paste looking uh, enamel or fluoride or however that works and then, then there's also the form that's the um the skeletal fluorosis uh same cause all that and that is it, it causes your bones to become like harder but to the point where they're very brittle and you just like don't grow right and don't recover right and uh effectively you know break down and die well not necessarily die but you know break down and your whole structure is fucked you get like yeah. that brittle bone disease. That yeah, that that it? okay, yeah, pretty okay. much that. Jesus. So so th- those like, those are the main concerns for overfluoridation of the water. So uh, with uh, talking about consuming these dental fluoride treatments or therapies, 
um, and adequate levels, excess levels, uh, in overdose, whatever. That's the thing that I, I think we're looking at with regards to the dangers of um, fluoridating water. Unless there's anything you guys have uh, found in addition to that as well. No, I mean, hey. just you're just slowly, whatever the effects of uh, ingesting poison slowly over time for your entire life is, there's that too, which is pretty hard to tell what the fuck is, you know, it's causing, but um, I wouldn't not attribute it to like, I don't know, your body just growing an insane tumor somewhere. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, it's not good. It's, I can't prove that it's doing that, but just let's, how about we stop drinking the poison? Let's do that for a bit. Yes, yeah, stop drinking, especially when there is uh, negligible um, significance in the dental benefits, benefits observed. No, yeah, no well, health benefits. What are the other health benefits other than making your teeth no, it's, it's to just less teeth. cavity resistant? Nothing. Yeah, it's, it's cavity yeah. resistant. That's, that's the only thing. But, but they, they claim, so there are a million problems with that in that the, the data isn't necessarily like, that well correlated or that's statistically significant um it's mostly or at least for the cdc website everything they cite is from the study uh, like the studies in the 30s and uh the analysis done through the 40s which if you read uh h trendley dean he's the big dentist guy from that time who, who like did this analysis um if you read his actual papers and reports on this then the it's a lot of prob probabilities and may maybes and uh, suggests and looks like it correlates and um, things like that, where it's not uh, it's very inconclusive data or not, or rather just not conclusive data to suggest that fluoride is this magical cure all for um, dental concerns, dental caries in the, the U.S. population. Um, so based on about those all studies. that fun stuff, I have a yes, quick question yes. about those. Um, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but do you know? Who paid for those studies to be done? Um, I don't. I uh, yeah, I don't think it. I, I would assume because tisk, it was tisk tisk. One of the things that you should <laughs> always look for with these studies, um, is who who paid for them because if if you find out who paid for it before you even read it, you already know what the answer is going to be by the end of it. 95% of the time. Oh, now yeah, are you are you saying that science will determine a, a specific conclusion based off who pays the bills for the research? Yes. And the ones no. that don't, the ones that are like trustworthy and honest and go, "No, this fluoride salt is straight up poison like we thought." They just don't get published and they don't get any more money and they go away. And if it picks up any traction, then it gets lambasted in media. Uh, that was paid for by these same companies to show that they're like crazy conspiracy people or something. Like that's how they. This is how this has operated since the fucking twentieth turn of the twentieth century. Like it's all based on these giant companies and billionaires just accruing power and wealth and doing it in any way oh. they possibly can. Okay, here we go. Sorry, uh, H. Trendley Dean. He is a member of um the the. What was that? U.S. Public Health Service, and the studies are from uh, the um, NIH. I NIH believe NIH and University of Michigan. I don't have anything on me to back this up of stuff I was reading about that dentists that came out against fluoride that worked for the U.S. Uh, public Health Service 
were pretty much immediately fired. Yeah, you probably. Had to just go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, you had to go with the flow, or else you were fired. No dissension in science. This is ninety-seven percent of dentists agree well, that fluoride is amazing. Yeah, once they fired all the other ones. <laughs> exactly. Government agencies are like your parents. They need to put on a united front. Even if your uh, mother doesn't agree it's your bedtime yet, if your parents are divided and you know they, they can't agree on when your bedtime is, then they lose all authority over you. Uh, sorry, they lose all of their... Um, uh, you know, uh, helpful suggestions in your power. public helpful suggestions <laughs> over you. Thank you, thank you. Aaron. <laughs> um, and uh, the the third comment um, I wanted to bring up with regards to uh, some of these studies or pieces of evidence, uh, quote unquote evidence supporting the fluoridation of water, is that I, I don't believe for this initial uh, Chicago study, but for ongoing studies that a lot of them were scientifically compromised. As in, um, I believe there was one in Wisconsin where. Uh, they didn't run the study for the whole course and uh, the whole the whole course of time, and uh, halfway through they just fluoridated the water anyways. And you know I think they took some data after that for uh, a non fluoridated water um, to, to for for a like control uh, benchmark data set. So there between the um, you know the the Science. old not necessarily <laughs> conclusive data uh, the paid for in run 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 by the NIH. Um, some scientifically compromised data and, uh, you know, everything else that goes. So and, and it's, it, there, there's, it's nefarious to say the least. Let's say that. Okay. Hold on. Let me, um, let me translate what Josh just said there. I, I think that's like the least we can say, right? Yeah. Like, let me, let me translate what Josh say. just said there. He said, <laughs> uh, so they already knew what solution they were going to implement, which was to fluoridate your water. And the study was just basically a glorified advertisement that they were going to use so they could reference to specific cherry-picked things out of it and say, see, we knew it was good for you. The end, that is what science is. That's what it's always been and what it always will be. Wait, wait, uh, Aaron, let me, let me read this sentence from this report. Uh, it is obvious that whatever effect the waters with relatively high fluoride content have on dental caries is largely one of academic interest. Clearly, it was just in pursuit of knowledge. Yes. Obviously. Exclusively in pursuit of knowledge. I, it's crazy. Like once you start looking at it, you're like, oh, it's just straight up poison. Like there, there's no proof that this is good for your teeth. Like that's asinine. And if so, there is any dip in cavities, which I don't know how much good cavity data they have in the 1920s um, during the Great Depression. Too, yeah, like what kind of yeah. good cavity data are you getting where you can say see look at the dip in cavities back then it was like tie a string around it and th close the door fast I got hogs to feed you know like it wasn't <laughs> it, it, you know, it had those old west carts with like a big dentist tooth on it like in uh, Django Django Unchained it's, it's like come on Wait, stop trying to sell us this lie this is just poison they were literally just put rat poison in the water because it was enough to not kill you right away and see if something's wrong. And then we can still make a shit ton of money off of our, our waste now. We have a place to put it in your body. So and that's it. It's that simple. Yeah. I want to comment I, briefly on the whole... Oh, yes? No, I just no, want to comment ahead, briefly on the whole uh, the whole poison side of it uh, with relation to the, the amount in the water supply. Um, in that, you know... 
of course, at low doses, it's going to have minimal effect and it's going to uh, not be toxic, you know, at very low doses spread over millions of gallons of water. Um, but so so the CDC has determined that between uh, 0.7 to 1.2 milligrams per liter is uh, the or sorry, the public health service determined that that is the uh, desired concentration for the, the best um, dental health benefits uh, with <laughs> the, the least toxic, um, the, the least the desired. We don't kill you toxicity. right away and we have to cover it up is calling it stunted <laughs> infant death syndrome when you fucking drop dead uh, is this amount. Like, that's why they do that. But so so that's that's that amount that um, that for the water supply. And uh, the, of course, there's the, the issue of everyone drinks a different amount of water per day. But it, that much per liter. So that's what four eight ounce glasses of water um, is uh, approximately one milligram. Um, the inadequate intake uh, for um, various let's let's just say kids nine to 13. That's pretty representative of most population right in the middle, right around the median. Um, is two milligrams per day. So that'd be around uh, drink two liters of water per day. You get you get that much. That sounds uh, checks out. It seems. Um, then the tolerable upper intake is is how uh, this chart phrases it is ten milligrams per day. So you'd you'd have to drink ten liters of water a day to for for the recommended amount. I mean, of course, it's not going to be perfectly calibrated in every water supply, but for for that amount, you'd have to drink ten liters of water a day to um, get what what they refer to as the tolerable upper intake. Uh, my concern is for um, infants and children younger. In that, uh, children one to three, the tolerable upper intake is one point three milligrams. So, how, how much water does a one to three year old drink? Do they drink up to a liter a day? Probably not. No. Probably not. Yeah, like, probably not quite. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so. But their I mean, entire body can consume like a like a liter, yeah. con- like a two liter container. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So like, <laughs> that, that's not as much of a concern, but it's closer. It's less. Yeah, they're keeping it at the rate it, just to not poison you straight up, like you know Joffrey style in Game of Thrones, where you turn purple and fucking uh, and you know you're dead. Uh, they yeah. can't do that to you. That would cost them more money. So they have well, to. Put as much as they can in without killing you outright. You're just being microdosed with poison. You should absolutely get one of these uh, reverse osmosis uh, filters because you're not going to become the princess bride and have a fluoride off with a Sicilian man on a mountain cliff. <laughs> so there's no reason to be microdosing poison with you with oh this fluoride. <laughs> Yeah, Sicilian why? in triple quotes. We all know all right. uh, he wasn't why, Sicilian. Yeah. Why did you have to bring up Sicilians? I, I cannot tolerate this type what? of bigotry. In that was his quote right in, the, in the movie. No, it's I'm just, like, just kidding. Bro, just you, kidding. you never have a battle of wits with a Sicilian. Wink, wink. Yeah, I'm definitely Sicilian. Okay. <laughs> well, um, which is funny because the Italians consider the Sicilians the, um, the, the Nadjas of... Of Italy <laughs> <laughs> or of the Mediterranean. <laughs> so, like, can I, I want to shift this because, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. The one thing I want to, so no one thinks, does anyone even have a an inkling that fluoride might be like beneficial to them here? Um, no, not, not like every not person really. I've ever talked to, every person I've ever talked to has been like, oh, yeah, it's good for your teeth. It's good for your teeth. Yeah, so that's Bob's all they know anecdotal about it. evidence. 
So I, I love that, but because like it affects like the initial like intake orifice, like it, the what it does to the rest of your body as it processes through your entire digestive tract, like no one brings that up. No one ever brings that up, which is like it's totally weird to me because you, you can talk to anyone on the streets and be like, did you know they fluorinate your water? And they'll be like, yeah, but it's good for your teeth. Right? Yeah, and they don't. And, and every Every bottle of toothpaste, guys, look it up. Every goddamn bottle oh, yeah. of toothpaste says has a certain percentage of it is fluoride, and it always says, do not swallow. That is because of the <laughs> fluoride in your toothpaste. That is why they tell you that. So, so well, the, the, it's because they're, they're, it, fluoride is so help, good for you that <laughs> yeah. you, just, you don't need that much of it. You just need a, a, a normal amount. They they don't want you to take too much fluoride because that wouldn't be. Well, they don't want you to become I'm immortal sorry. because you, <laughs> yeah. it's like a yeah. Faustian type <laughs> curse where you think you want to live forever, but then you're just doomed to walk for eternity, just being the healthiest man alive and watching all your loved ones pass <laughs> away, and they're trying to save you from that. Oh, no, I, uh, I couldn't yeah. possibly bear gonna, watching my live. wife and children's teeth rot away while I live forever with my perfect <laughs> smile. Yeah. They're like, okay, I want to shift this, though. So no one here has, like, a, yeah, no, I think it is good for your teeth. I think it's great that they put it in the water. I don't see the point of it. Like, where do you guys stand I don't see the point of it in the water. I think it's fucking insane. Yeah, I think it's insane that we poison our water. Sorry, it's coyote poison as far as I'm concerned. That's what it is. (laughs) If somebody just says, instead of saying fluoride, which already you already have all the propaganda in your head, that it's going in your water and it's good for your teeth because they have all the commercials... To say, hey guys, what do you think we should put coyote poison in our water? And they're like, no, fuck no. And you're like, well, what if it makes your teeth a bit shiny? Oh, okay, then yeah, put the coyote poison right in. Like, no, that's insane. I love that too because uh, coyotes are scavengers. Like, you can leave entrails, like intestines, stomach, all the acids and bacteria and shit that's involved with all those uh, all those internal organs out in like a field in the middle of the night out in the middle of nowhere and coyotes will come and the next day there will be nothing left yeah their that's stomachs, how they do it they literally their system take... can digest literally anything they are scavengers they will eat half rotted corpses essentially yeah they and take the gut pile from we, their we livestock use, we use fluoride to kill them <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you take the gut pile from, like, your livestock and stuff or any animals that you have to yeah. do, you take a bunch of that, you put it out in a field, and you fill it with some fluoride and kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> oh, God. But that's what, you, well, that's what we use to help inner-city youth deal with their dental bills. Yeah, coyote stomach can handle a desiccated corpse, but, it, it you know, two ounces of fluoride, and it yeah. fucking keels over and dies. Yeah, stomach acid, half-processed digestive material, <laughs> colons, gallbladders, livers, all all that. Fluoride, no. And so, we're putting so, it so, in but the before, before we go on, I'll ask a very quick question to you two. Do, do you know if you grew up in um in an area that had fluoridated water? No, I grew up in the, the Whitesville, New York, is uh, out in the country. We had just well water. We had a well dug in our yard. You still got your fluorine, right, Aaron? Oh, we had those stupid uh, every Friday at public school. Dude, this is another. Homeschool your kids. Don't send this them these so fucking places. This is so weird. This is the weirdest yeah, it's, thing it's I've ever heard you. in my entire life. And Aaron was telling us before we started recording. His public school said that they need to fluorate their 
No, you, they'd come in with like these little cups. So they come in with these little like uh, plastic cups. cups, like a little Dixie cup of, and you had to peel the aluminum top off of it, and you take a, you switch it, and you're supposed to switch it in your mouth for thirty seconds and spit it back into the cup, and they throw all the cups away. Um, and it was fluoride, and it tasted like it tasted like liquefied zebra striped gum. It tasted like shit, and uh, ironically, that's where we get most of our fluoride today is from. Uh, the byproduct of creating synthetic fertilizer, so it actually does come from shit. So, oh my congrats, God. guys! I can't, I can't, I can't believe that you had like a daily Friday afternoon f- fluoride session so at your weird. public school. It like, it feels like but something yeah. from the sixties, well, or you'd see in you know a Soviet era cartoon. So we had a. Um, we have a lot of wells around my area, but like where I was and where I grew up, we're on city water and stuff like that. And I believe you definitely it had fluoride in it then. Definitely fluoride, yeah. But not anymore since I've become a a, a new homeowner. Since you inherited like, your uh, your fucking truther uh, reverse osmosis <laughs> water filter device. It's probably that's probably what's actually poisoning your brain. Do you even know what reverse osmosis is, Bob? You know, I have started noticing once I moved in, I started noticing my head clearing up a little bit. I can think a little bit straighter. I can see the truth and things. A How, little how's easier. that amygdala, amygdala inflammation doing, <laughs> going for you? It, it's shrunk by about 20% already. Your, your, third, your third eye's opening up the pineal gland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I have like this deep connection with Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, so okay, I want to shift this yes. then to Edward Bernays, the uh, American hero. Uh, yes, uh, salesman of the century for fluoride. Um, so, as I said, he was hired to sell fluoride as a health benefit, but we well, all know what's, he, he succeeded. Oh, what's Edward Bernays's background? Uh, he's Sigmund Freud's nephew. What? And he was an author. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, he really worked his way up from the from the bottom up. You know, he was. What does what does Ford have to say about uh, your your uncles and your relationship with your uncle and dreams about your uncle? Uh, knowing Freud, probably you want to jerk him off or something. Um, okay, I just wanted to like, check that's that out. What Freud says, not not like, a, like you want oh, your uncle to brush he, your teeth or something. Yeah, if you have a famous uncle, you probably want to jerk him off constantly, and then you asked for it. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go, go on. God, I hate Freud. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, we, I, I think I think we need to do an episode on Freud. By the way, <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. So. We, okay. Yeah. Go on. Bernays, Freud's nephew. So that's a good start. Um. He he sells the the public on fluoride. He wrote uh. I think three books, maybe more, but the three that were the the uh, most famous for him was a book called Propaganda, another one called The Public Relations Council, another one called Crystallizing Public Opinion, and he wrote just all about basically um, convincing mat like mass mind, like shifting the the mat the attitude of the masses and being able to like push thing on push things on groups of people. Um, and he was hired. Let me get this straight. He was hired by that aluminum company. Yeah. Or the American. Okay. He would he would come in as like a private like counselor to tons of companies for a bunch of different shit. He's the one. 
You know what he did? He he actually got hired to sell uh, boxed cake mixes. And because it was seen as shameful, like if you were making cake out of a, if you made shit out of a box, then you were a piece of shit that didn't care about your family. So he came up with the idea to just make it so that the, you had to add one egg. And then it would make <laughs> people not feel like they put the work in. I'm not so, kidding. So there's, there's no like actual, you know, making a cake reason that you need the reason to add the all egg of your at, brownie home. mixes are as opposed to them like adding something in in factory or in what as long as you had to I add one thing in this. you felt like it was it made you think it was healthy and oh it my made God, you I'm think really like you cooking. put the work in look at these real ingredients i'm putting into this cake <laughs> yep so you get the br- your brownie mix you add two eggs and you you're like oh i really fucking did it and i'm not a piece of shit like that's that was him he's the one that came up with that <laughs> i love this man go on <laughs> he's the one that came up with all the ads for um he, he got women to smoke because women didn't smoke largely um, for a while there. So he started doing advertisements where like the one woman in the advertisement smoking was like a little bit skinnier and hotter than the one that wasn't and do all that. Like, <laughs> advertising shit. Yeah. So he's the one that sexualized everything on TV is what you're telling us. Yes. And he actually <laughs> his rule was there's four motivating factors for controlling a population. Oh, I mean, you have to appeal notes. To one of these four things. Self-preservation, aggression, security, and sex. So that's why it's always fear-mongering to, and self-preservation tactics. So it's like, wear the mask. It keeps you safe. Uh, corona's out to get you, though. So it's like your security. Oh, God. Uh, Wait, oh, we one? gotta fight terrorism. Uh, aggression. Aggression, thank you. So that's why we aggression. buy violent video games. Probably. Well, I, I, I'm assuming this is why we are about to invade Iran without them doing anything because we fear that they might retaliate against us, kind of thing. <laughs> I, I, figure, I figure the aggression too has to you do know? a lot with uh, like social media type stuff, where the, the algorithm puts contentious like content and posts stuff, where you you will be uh, provoked to be aggressive, or uh, you, you will have that response. I figure that's a big yeah. part of it too. The whole like Any, anything you know, always have you fighting like right versus left, yeah, rah, 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 rebel, rebel, rebel. Like then you can convince everybody to you my know, neighbor is my enemy stuff. and not my <laughs> good friend, the government. That's the uh, <laughs> one of my favorite like examples of that in nature. There's like this group of ants that they uh, there's like these red ants and these black ants that live on the same island. They don't really fu- fuck with each other. And you can put a hundred of of each in a jar, and they won't fight. But if you shake the jar, they'll fucking <laughs> go until one side is dead. Oh, this is great because this they think great. they're being attacked, and it's literally what happens in with like public mind control. Basically, is through through public perception, they just there's just a guy shaking a jar of ants to make you think you have to fight. Uh, we got to take down the left. We gotta take we, down the right. Like we thought, Iran backed Syrians were trying to kill us. It's uh, very, very yeah. believable. We thought I, we thought Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. Yep, <laughs> I don't want to be so this is the guy destroyed. That, here's the guy that sold us fluoride, and I want to just give you a few of his quotes and see if this is the guy you want selling you a coyote poison in your water, and and wonder to yourself if this sounds like the kind of guy that's doing this for altruistic means. If we understand the mechanisms and motives of the group mind, is it not possible to control and regiment the masses according to our will without their knowing it? Holy fuck. (laughs) 
What? Uh, yeah, yes, it is wait, possible. Oh, in, in case wait, uh, hold on, that hold was on, not a rhetorical Aaron, question. Can, can you can you go back and list the first two first two or three books that he wrote again? <laughs> yeah, propaganda. Was, yeah, a public relations council and crystallizing public opinion. Which crystallizing public opinion is what Goebbels actually uh, based most of his uh, how he ran propaganda in Germany in World War II. Well, which that is funny, was because the U.S. does the have first. meaningful culture and exports. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the, so he would call this method the engineering of consent, is what he called it. <laughs> yeah, and we I always talk it. about that, consent. And it is all about consent. And dude, it's all based on this guy's work. Like, all of, like, advertising and shit and how things are done and mani- how they manipulate populations is literally based in Bernays' work. Like, that's why I love this podcast. I love looking at this stuff. I had heard of Edward Bernays, but I never looked into anything about him because I, I don't care about some old dead guy. But holy shit, this guy was maniacal. Like, he's fucking insane. He perfected just basically advertising and using it as like a weapon against people. It's just insane. think, if, if he were still around, if he were still alive, uh, the three of us would probably be vaccinated and wearing masks right now. I'm, I'm honestly oh, dude, disappointed with, that we didn't have that opportunity. If he had the power of smartphones, yeah, if he had smartphones to get his message out to people, I'd probably have three, I'd have a Chinese anal swab injected in me immediately. I'd probably have one in right now, and I'd be wearing three masks. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, you 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 would be a part of uh, President Biden's um, Chinese ambassador staff? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's here's a great quote from him. The engineering of consent is the very essence of the democratic process. The freedom to persuade and suggest. What? That is like the, basically he's saying it's great because d- democracy is great because it gives me the freedom to persuade and suggest what you think. Um, this, this is sounding a lot like the the modern the last six months use of the word uh, democracy and that good old time magazine article the shadow campaign to save the election that sort of thing this uh, uh sounds very bernays six inspired. months well uh, well not even i'm okay with i'm okay with this y- yeah see i'm okay with it actually being free because if you are aren't the problem is he's fucking lying here but he has no problem lying um he gets the freedom to persuade and suggest but he also is working yeah. for groups that have the power to shut down the dissenting voices that's the it's thing, the big like part of it, rhetoric and convincing people to vote for you and all of that, and like ad camp marketing campaigns for your platforms. That's all. That all, of course, is a part of democracy. Having influence over, like, like you said, the the ability to dissent, not having a um, an opposing argument uh, available to you, um, and just everything else involved in that is when it becomes an issue. Oh, totally. Um, so this is my favorite quote because this is exactly what is wrong with all of your lives at all time the conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government which is the true ruling power of our country (laughs) we are governed our minds are molded our tastes are Our tastes formed, our ideas suggested, 
largely by men we have never heard of. And that is fucking how it works. That is the truest goddamn statement you'll ever hear in your entire life. Uh, mostly, um, mostly false. There's no uh, cabal of elites. There's no shadow governments. Uh, d- deny, deny, disavow. Well, that's the thing. I've always said, like, it's there is, and it's, but it's like, um, they're not in a big meeting room with like robes going like, ooh, what's the next evil plan that we will implement? It's, it's literally an aluminum company that starts off by snowballing and saying that fl- that coyote poison is healthy. And then paying dentists and doctors to go, yep, it totally is. And then it snowballs in perpetuity. And then there's too many people that stand to gain or lose money based on the outcome of that argument. And no one's allowed to talk about it. And they, the public perception gets swayed to the opposing argument is you're a crazy person if you present an opposing argument to it. And that's how the fucking world works. It's wild. So I, I'm wondering with... Um... With that, do you know how much it, how much money there is in fluoridating the water? Um, they they claim on Wikipedia it costs like a buck eleven to uh, the government spends a dollar eleven per person per year, so half a bill, half a billion dollars a year. Okay, more than which you d- yeah you divide that up against five companies. They're they have a good reason to want to save that Keep hundred going. mil on their yeah they they turned a hundred mil deficit into a hundred mil profit for them it's like a billion dollar swing well let's, you know, let's, maybe well it probably costs more than than that to sell it though it, than to dispose of it you know what I mean like yeah, the yeah. disposal bill was probably much much higher than the, than what they are selling it for yeah yeah they're selling it a dollar eleven per person but they're probably you know disposing of it probably hundreds if not thousands of dollars per like barrel or something well it, even you know though I mean? it they they make like let's say they have half a billion in sales that's not their profit margin but let's say their profit margin is just a hundred million that's still better than losing a billion on the cost to dispose of the shit yes and yeah that, it's essentially shit. like changing if you've got to change your rent from like 1500 a month to you got paid 200 dollars a month like that's the equivalent of what they did that's a good point yeah we're like you know for these companies it's not necessarily a ton of money they're losing but if they can get money out of it yeah you swing that it's really like a humongous swing that makes or break your company and that is so essentially why you have fluoride in your water is because some fucking aluminum company and a bunch of companies that sell synthetic fertilizer wanted to change their rent from 1500 to to positive 200 in their pocket that's so what I'm, I'm wondering about it from I'm wondering about it from the other angle too. the The argument that's always brought up is um, the amount that it's saving you in dental bills clearly outweighs the amount that it's costing you uh, as an individual. That's that that's that's the argument. That's the premise behind paying for your water to be fluoridated. But I'm wondering, uh, for example, let's let's come from the basis that it has no dental uh, dental benefits. And I'm wondering with, uh, say, decreased dental coverage, because they're assuming that you're going to have this baseline dental therapy from the water and uh, increased cost of dental services because it's more of a um, specialist service from this perspective. I'm wondering if how much money there is in that, too, or if that affects uh, some of these financial decisions or, or, you know, some of this lobbying and whatnot. 
Does that make sense? No, I don't think that fucking, I don't think they care about any of that. That's okay. more of a person to person type of thing. Cause like what, how they, how the people making the decisions think about it is they go fluoride bill. What is this? And they're like, sign it, sir. Here's 50 grand. And he's like, fucking all right. <laughs> like that's, that's how that conversation goes. It doesn't, it doesn't get as, oh. they, the people in power aren't thinking about it as much as you just did in those last three seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering Literally. if there are other, other financial incentives, or like bigger ones on top of that, uh, based on this, like, everywhere I read, uh, like on the, you know, Wikipedia and the CDC websites, they're like, oh, it saves you so much in dental care. Uh, I'm wondering what that's actually, you know, if that's just, just a little slogan or just a little marketing pitch. Just an or... advertising slogan. Because then the okay, person cool. that actually does the research and fights against it, uh, they just have a media blitzkrieg against that person to make them seem like a horrible person. And then that politician doesn't get to work anymore and he doesn't get invited to special counsels where they get more lobbyists to hand them bigger bags of money over other things like, I don't know, signing over uh, arms contracts to different weapons manufacturers, you know, those kind of gigs uh, in politics. So, like, the system's done. It's broken. It's beyond... Like, this is purely for your own knowledge, your own personal knowledge to be like, oh, maybe I should invest in a reverse osmosis filter because uh, I didn't realize I had coyote poison in my water. Um, you know, that that's all it's for. You're not going to fix the system. It's it's going to dissolve into just chaos. Like, we're going to be eating synthetic meat and locust burgers if you don't go and get your own food supply. What, locust? Is there like, going to be like some uh, biblical plague, bi- like biblical apocalyptic plague where there's just an excess of locusts? Where, where are all these locusts coming no, from to make locust burgers? I, it's actually, that's, for some reason, it's stuck in my head because that's <laughs> one of the things they eat in cyberpunk. Okay. <laughs> Guys. It, it, but they've been suggesting that we eat bug protein for so long. Like, you guys you, have you're, heard you're that. Not, you, you're not already eating... You didn't already replace all protein sources in your diet with bug protein? Yeah. I'm right. I'm on. Yeah. I'm going you guys not like the movie Snowpiercer? Come on. Sorry, go on. What a fucking bigot and a, a person that hates the environment, dude. God damn. Um, so, so I'm wondering, I am unaware. I, I didn't look into it and am unaware. Do you know if there's anything else along the lines of fluoride or any other additives to our water? Um, that could possibly be detrimental or uh, have unknown health effects. Wait, what? What what, what, what else is in our water? What else is in our water? What else is added to it to it that could possibly be an issue? Chlorine. I wouldn't. I don't necessarily like that in there. Probably could. It's just like the cheapest way to, uh, like, fight bacteria in the water. Different. Yeah. Like sanitize it and everything. Yeah, like that. yeah. That, that, that I think, seems to make I enough think sense. they take that out of the water, though. Like the the water supply isn't highly chlorinated. They might chlorinate it and then take the uh, chlorine out of it and stuff like that. I don't know too much of like the water process. Kind of, but, but you can taste it sometimes. Yeah, like when you have city water, once in a while you get like a, it, it'll like ruin your pot of coffee. Like you'll get like a, like an explosion of pool water taste in your. God damn. Yeah. Really. Dude, totally. It happens all the all the time. Well, I I've never had that because well, I I have had that in when I lived in Phoenix, but I I haven't had that when I lived in like Central California because like a lot of the areas that we have, um, even like the city water supply takes from well water essentially, and they have entire systems throughout the entire city. They have um, 
ponding reserves where they dump a bunch of like the extra like river water and flow water that comes out of like the Sierra mountains and they dump them in like a, a, a ponding basin. And then that ponding basin, they just leave it there and it slowly filters through the ground into the, the natural okay. water table. Oh, okay. And then that's where they, they pump out all of our water. So like, that's why, like when you asked me, like if I grew up on fluorinated water, I was like, I don't, they probably not. No. Because when I moved to Phoenix and even when I go to Los Angeles or like other like large cities like around California and stuff like that, the water here tastes good. It tastes it, it tastes like it has minerals in it and stuff like that. Yeah, that's how well water well def- water tastes it, like ours was yeah. really heavy in calcium when I like we had the only yeah. problem is our like our like pipes would get like calcified like on the inside. Like you had to really like yes. chisel it out. And ours our, oh, wow. ours do the same. Yeah. yeah. But um like w- when I moved to Phoenix, like I almost threw up when I drank like, the first like tap water there. Like you're not supposed to drink tap water in Phoenix. Like people, most people in Phoenix, like they order their water. Like they get it in like plastic jugs, like the, those those big five oh, gallon God, jugs. Yeah, yeah, like, like the water you get at the word. office. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like th- they do stuff like that. So and like I know like Los Angeles, like. They even have like oil wells and stuff like that in Los Angeles that that bleeds into the water supply. So I know a lot of Los Angeles, they don't get a lot of natural like wellspring water and stuff like that. In fact, the rest of the state irrigates all of the water down south to Los Angeles so they can survive down there. So <laughs> yeah, I do know uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. I would ha- I would have to look into it in like our water supply here where I live, but I, I honestly don't think that we don't have chlorinated water but no i, I wouldn't be surprised california is pretty low it's, it's like 57 percent of the population has fluoridated water. yeah yeah and like the the city i live in it it legitimately like every other block is a ponding basin to replenish like the natural well um, oh interesting through the ground yeah and it, it's really nice because i actually work across from one like i get to look out of my my window at work that i sit at and and see a ponding basin that's basically like a wildlife reserve. There's like seagulls, there's oh, geese. That's like lovely. That's a nice everything view. out there. Yeah. You have a window in your <laughs> office? Uh, yeah, dude. We have twelve foot high windows, dude. I'll have to take a picture sometime and send it to you. Yes, please. That sounds uh, amazing. No, I'm sorry. Thirteen foot high windows. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what, what What do you guys think about um? What a weird brag camp- correction, wasn't that? <laughs> no, actually, thirteen yeah, a little foot bit. windows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. It'll be easier to throw you out of yeah. the fucking douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're on the ground floor, so <laughs> that's all I won't feel bad about throwing you out of it. Okay, great. Um, wh- what do you guys think about public campaigns to promote drinking tap water? Because that was a big thing here in D.C. for a couple of years, uh, where like like on the side of buses and stuff, there would be a big "Drink D.C. Tap Water" ta- ad and stuff like that. What? I've never. No, we never had. We don't have that here. So. Where I come from, me and my family and everyone I know, they all drink tap water. No one orders water or drinks solely out of like Aquafina or Dasani like water bottles or anything like that. Yeah. And it's funny because like when I first went to college, um, UC Santa Cruz and stuff like that near the Bay Area and it has a lot of Bay Area folks um, from like San Francisco and the surrounding suburbs and stuff like that. People were adamant that you had to filter your water. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of, yeah. And a lot of I grew up in the country, one hundred percent adamant. 
But they were like standard Brita filters and stuff like that. Like, you know, like the pitcher filters that you have. I feel like that's a taste thing for like them or a taste thing at a certain point. It's I don't. definitely a taste thing. But like, I found it weird because like I grew up drinking tap water. Uh, we fill it up at the si- at the sink and then put ice cubes in it. You know, it's like whatever. Like we just drink it and it tasted great. But like we have a lot of I know for a fact we have a lot of minerals uh, in our water supply and stuff like that. But when I was explaining it to people, like they were like, "Oh my god, you drink tap water, unfiltered tap water?" That's what, yeah, they like, do yeah, that too to like, me. Good for you. It was yeah, insane. And, and also, like the weirdest part, and I was like, "Yeah, I drink tap water everywhere I go too because Same, yeah. it helps my immune system." And they're like, "Helps your immune system? Like you're trying to kill yourself?" Like they're like freaking out about it. I'm like, I, I thought it was so weird. Like in my mind it was like the complete opposite but what's they weird have, is like, that's the actually COVID-19. the right course of action in certain places yes they have like the covid19 triple mask idea set up where it's like get rid of all bacteria get rid of all negative chemicals and harmful effects and then you can have pure 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 water to drink and i'm sitting there i'm like yeah give me some fucking dirty shit water to drink like bill gates like it's gonna make me stronger at the end of the day <laughs> that's like always the country remedy no you, you gotta do the um uh pacific northwest movement for a couple of years there was the the raw water thing you need to, you need to promote that to these people see especially the northwest like washington and oregon and stuff like that they have plenty of natural drinking water and if they're adding anything to it i have no idea why like they get rainfall all the fucking time they could there's so much water up there it's so plentiful i have no idea what they're complaining about here it rains like 15 days out of the year and it's like all all like our natural water comes from the sierra mountains that like are runoff of the snow caps essentially and so we're drinking like snow water and as it comes through and comes uh, down the rivers and everything like that, it collects a bunch of minerals and stuff like that, which I don't know. I feel like it's, it's great for you. That's it's, what you it's should good be to drinking, have that yeah. in you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's take a step back to fluoride. Um, are there any more topics you guys want to bring up regarding uh, fluoridation of water? No, it's, it's just terrible for you. Just don't. It's don't listen to the bullshit, basically, that it's good for your teeth. There's no evidence that it's good for your teeth. That was horseshit made up by an aluminum company to sell their waste byproduct directly into your water supply so they would make more money. Literally. Yeah, seems to be uh, seems to be where all the evidence is pointing. Um, I I (laughs) want to follow up on that a little bit. I so there's uh, Separately, like we we're talking about the fluoride in toothpaste, um, and that is a separate compound, uh, which, as we mentioned, you don't swallow. Um, pretty sure because of the fluoride content in it. And I just want to comment that there are more uh, there, there are more corporate interests involved with this. the The chemical or the fluor- the fluoride chemical used in toothpaste was invented by a Procter and Gamble chemist and patented by a guy at Colgate and. Um, Procter and Gamble has a long. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Procter and Gamble, of course, has a long, long history of um, clouding government interests uh, with regards to public health concerns. They're they're the ones who, um, they're they're, they're some of the people who uh, screwed up the you know the evidence and studies with regards to uh, uh, what's called the the 
processing vegetable oils and um, margarine and stuff uh, supposedly being better for you than than you know animal fats and all the butter. Yeah, butter. Oh wow, those those are the people that told us synthetic butter is better than butter. Yes, yeah. yeah so oh, it was. Uh, oh wow, oh, probably similar wow. time period too uh, that they were you know inventing or putting fluoride in toothpaste and uh, developing those compounds. So. Um, just, just to put things in perspective, and that there are more corporate interests on top of the ones we mentioned, and I'm sure more that we're unaware of as well. Yeah, oh, you no, know, totally. I, I'm, I'm totally down. If Procter and Gamble thinks that I need better teeth due to fluorinated water, I, I think everyone should just accept that, right? How do you feel about that? Totally. That's, well, <laughs> that's the thing. I, I'm so like you. You see why now that I'm so adamant about like homesteading. It's like Bill Gates has been telling us we need synthetic meat and that's the future and we're going to stop eating beef to save the planet or whatever. And now he just bought up a quarter million acres of farmland. It's like we're not that far from somebody eating their synthetic meat steak with synthetic butter on top of it and being like, hmm, this is a fancy dinner. Like (laughs) we're not that far from that, like being an everyday occurrence. We need a Bernays to convince us that there's the, the same level of prestige and fanciness to a nice synthetic state steak as there is to a nice, you know, actual steak. No, we don't. Th- we don't wait, want a Bernays to convince us of shit. You want to get the fuck out of the system. Out. Gone. <laughs> like, get out. Grow uh, some vegetables uh, and raise your own meat and get your own chickens to lay your own eggs. And then watch the world burn with a smile on your face like an 1800s farmhand. <laughs> and it's just because that's the only option you got right now. I promise you. Aaron would like the system to I'm, know that I'm he sure, does not consent. I'm sure the goat farmers in Iraq in the mid 2000s thought the same thing as helicopters were flying over them and troops were shooting them <laughs> without license. <laughs> And guess what? Islam's the fastest growing religion in the world, and they have population booms all over the place. Believe me, you grow through this shit. It sounds like they don't have enough uh, vaccines and uh, family planning. Being the lady with seven cats, it's like, fluoride is good for you. That population doesn't grow. You ever notice that? That doesn't grow anymore. (laughs) That, That tree is a dead vine that withers away, and if they do procreate... They have two kids that hate them, uh, hate their parents, and chop their own genitals off. Okay, that's what happens when you have those people with those mindsets. So, well, Aaron, I it, promise it grew- you, as as much as there's a goat farmer that gets to be a, a martyr because a Biden like uh, Black Lives Matter bomb hits their house, that population grows, and the other ones don't. And there's a reason for it. Aaron, the, the other ones grow in the way a parasite grows by feeding on the currently existing population and uh, bringing them down to their level. Yeah, and that parasite is eating off a dead, bloated cow. That is, then those parasites ain't gonna have anywhere to go soon because they're about to be eating locust burgers and synthetic meat with their margarine and and then get excited because the McRib is back. Like that is the that is where they're at. <laughs> Okay, so what you're saying is that the only good healthy water to drink is melted ice from Antarctica, yeah. right? Don't no, don't drink the Antarctica. <laughs> this water. is making a lot of sense. <laughs> My water looks Whatever rather you do, uh, don't drink uh, that water. red, rather bright orange colored. <laughs> My Antarctic water. Um, I think there's something wrong with it. 
Yeah. You'll have a sudden influence to nuclear bomb the uh, firmament. Oh, dude, you'll immediately go pet cemetery mode and just murder your family. I'm, po- I'm positive of that. I heard there's some good Martian water we could uh, get access to. Yeah, Mars water. Martian say. water, no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that wraps up Florid. I think that's uh, I think that's the episode, guys. Oh, my God. Uh, guys, remember to call in with some, if you have a uh, conspiracy, we, our number is 1-833-666-0911. It's 1-833-666-0911. Cool. Come, uh, can we get you with us on the Fediverse too? That is OKHMO at PirateRadio.Social. Again, OKHMO at pi- PirateRadio.Social. Got clips, got episodes, uh, got, you know, that's where you can talk to us if you don't want to call in. We got it all, baby. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening. Good night. Night. You've got mail. What the fuck?